Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, and I am coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Rocket Mortgage can. It can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, I'll say it again, Rocket Rocket can. I'm being joined by super producer and host, Dave Shepard. I'm being joined by everybody listening all over North America. It's Thursday night. I hope you had a terrific Thursday. You're probably having, well, maybe you are. If you're in Seattle right now, you're probably not having a terrific Thursday because the 49ers are kicking the living hell out of the Seattle Seahawks right now. They just opened up the third quarter, and it took less than a minute for for Purdy to deliver a bomb to Kittle. The score right now, 20-3. 20 to 3. The Seattle Seahawks have struggled to move the ball the entire game. This pretty much runs with everything they've done for the past two games. For the past month, just about, the Seahawks have struggled to both run the football and stop the run. And so here they are getting smashed right now, 20 to 3. Maybe the Seahawks can, you know, put a little bit of life into this situation, but I highly doubt it. You think about points allowed in the last six games for the 49ers? They're really not allowing anybody to do a damn thing. They're out here blanking squats in the second half. And so the 49ers looking to go ahead and clinch the NFC West with a record of 10-4. and And I think it's just a formality. Let's see if the Seahawks can stay alive as Geno Smith is picked off. You, You can't make this up. He's picked off, and it's a pick six. Okay, there's a flag. Hey, Shep, you can't make these things up, man. You can't. So much for uh, being being the guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're, you're ahead of me. I'm just seeing it now. Um, what an utter embarrassment this is. Well, nobody can be shocked, right? 
Gino was actually playing like a legitimate franchise quarterback the first three quarters of this season. So to see him revert back to Geno Smith from his Giants days and his backup days, this is this is uh this is not what I anticipated from Gino. Although it does look like it's coming back. Yeah, yeah, Bosa. Yeah, but oh yeah, Bosa doing a little too much. What do they get of a personal foul? Is that what that was? Rough in the passer. You would be correct. Oh man, leave. You could hit Geno Smith. It's Geno. It's not Tom Brady. Who cares, right? I will. But I'll tell you this, Shep. I don't agree with you there. Yeah, Geno hasn't been playing, you know, up to par. The interception that he just threw that was obviously taken away. Uh, not the best of passes or best of decisions. But the man has no help. Like, nobody's running the football right now for the Seahawks, and so it's it's tough for them to really, really get anything going. Not a Kenneth and, Walker fan, I presume. I'm sorry? Not a Kenneth Walker fan, I presume. Oh, no, he's he's been playing excellent as a rookie, but he's been hurt. Yeah. And so, I mean, when you're running around and you got a busted ankle or you're not playing, the Seahawks, their running game has devolved, and it's putting too much pressure on Geno Smith. And so here we are, the Seahawks, they're about to go 7-7 seven and seven unless they have some type of miraculous comeback. We'll keep you up to date with this game as it continues to roll on. San Francisco currently up 20 to three. And we're going to talk about Brock Purdy. This man is, he's looking like the real deal. I don't know where the hell they plucked this guy up from. I know where they got him from, obviously, but I didn't know who this dude was. There's a reason why the the last guy selected in the NFL draft is nicknamed Mr. Irrelevant. And Brock Purdy was irrelevant until about three weeks ago when Jimmy Garoppolo went down. And Brock Purdy is, is adding another excellent game just onto his his early career resume. I mean, right now at this minute, he's already three for 17, 150 yards for two touchdowns. It's like Brock Purdy has no fear. And I was actually, like most people, concerned about the 49ers and what the rest of the season would look like and how they would do with no Jimmy G. I think they'll be fine. I personally have already seen uh, enough of Brock Purdy to go for the rest of this season. I think he'll be cool. Now, is there always a chance that that team start to figure out tendencies that you now need to make additional adjustments? Yes, the answer is yes. But I trust Kyle Shanahan. And I know he's the same dude who, along with Dan Quinn, helped mastermind one of the worst non-adjustments ever in the Super Bowl when the Patriots came back and beat the Falcons. I think we all remember that. But I think with this group of players, with Christian McCaffrey, let's keep in mind there is no Debo Samuel right now, I think the 49ers will be fine. After seeing Brock Purdy, I am comfortable saying, I think this man will be perfectly fine in the postseason, and they don't have a damn thing to worry about unless he gets hurt. And hopefully not the case. I mean, how many how many of these damn quarterbacks can the 49ers go through in, in, in one season unless they have a, a third version or second version of Mr. Irrelevant? But the 49ers are lighting it up. Looks like they're getting ready to, to move their record to 10-4 and four and clinch the NFC West. We'll keep you up to date on that game as it continues to move on. Here's the deal. If you want to talk to me, we got a phone number. It's as follows, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. If you follow me online at JR Sport Brief, 
you already know what we're going to talk about. And unfortunately, it's not just the San Francisco 49ers and how great they are and, and what they'll look like the rest of the season. We, we got to start the show off here. There's another championship, or at least they were, a championship caliber team playing out in the Bay. They moved to San Francisco from Oakland, and that's the Golden State Warriors. Led by future Hall of Famer, one of the greatest players, one of the greatest shooters, the greatest shooter of all time in Steph Curry. There's been a crap season for the Warriors. They just came off a championship. Klay Thompson was drunk on his ass. Draymond Green is making podcast shows. Steph Curry is lighting up the Celtics. Steph Curry is building on his legacy. I didn't need that guy. I didn't need this guy. I didn't need anybody. I just needed me. And despite the Golden State Warriors having a record of 14 and 15, Steph Curry's been a dude that's kept them alive. They've been 0-3 without Steph Curry this year. They're currently on a six-game road trip. And the worst damn thing that could have happened to the Golden State Warriors, maybe not the complete worst, but next to it has happened. Steph Curry went down on Wednesday. He went down last night. Shoulder injury. I didn't think it was going to be severe. I I saw it when we were broadcasting live last night. He went to reach for a steal, came up with his head down and holding kind of his shoulder, limped over to the bench and then ran to the back. And I'm like, okay, it's just a shoulder bruise, and Steph Curry will be fine. Steph Curry, well, how about this? It won't be fine. Steve Kerr gave an update last night on the injury, and then I'm going to give you the latest update. Listen. He's going to get an MRI tomorrow. So, um, you know, he was ruled out, you know, midway through the fourth. Uh, Training staff told me he wasn't going to play the rest of the night, and uh, we'll see. Um, We'll see how he is tomorrow. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't ask about that. I mean, I just tr- trust their judgment. And they said he's he's not going back in, and and I haven't really, you know, I just checked in with him briefly, um, but haven't had a chance to go into detail uh, with him. How? I mean, I'm some of the conversation was brief, but what were his spirits like? Uh, spirits were were um, you know, Steph's always um, a guy with a. Uh, a great outlook on life so he's um he's in in good spirits and um we'll, we'll hope for the best yeah well we found out today shams actually shared this uh what's his name is it shams shams what is his name he, he goes by either uh it is shams shams i've spoken to him before he's a nice guy he's a nice guy he's nicer than another guy who reports breaking nba news Oh, you're talking about a Woj. I'm talking about the Woj bomb, Adrian Wojnarowski, correct. Wo- Woj is a jackass? I've never met him. I don't know. Uh, not not the nicest individual you will ever come across. Okay. I trust your judgment. I've never met him, but I don't like him. I'm just saying, Chuck. You don't oh, have to I, say I, appreciate, I appreciate this. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying it's nice okay. that these guys are actually uh, you know decent when they're not just reporting news and trying to get information from uh, the A-listers, yes. Okay, yeah, no, people just drop off the information to him. Anyway, we got the news today. Sham said that Steph Curry's going to be out about a month. 
shoulder sub, subligation. I don't know what it is. Sublation? Don't matter to me. I'm not a doctor. He's going to be gone a month. His shoulder's busted up. Even in the loss last night, missed that fourth quarter, Steph Curry already had 38 points. He's having another ridiculous season. He, he has this team on his back right now. 30 points a game. Six rebounds. Dude is 6-2. Maybe smaller than that. Six rebounds. Seven assists. He's knocking down 43% of his threes. And I know that every time I read his numbers, it doesn't matter what year it is, they just sound ridiculous because they are, they are not human. He's also, so far, and it's early in the season, he's having another one of these, these 50, 40, 90 type seasons. 50% overall from the field, plus 40% from downtown, and to the shock of no one, plus 90% from the free throw line. It doesn't happen. He's 34 years old, and he's still lighting folks up. His conditioning is nuts. I haven't seen a basketball player move around on the court this much since, since Reggie Miller, and Reggie Miller was just a pure pain in the ass. And so Steph Curry is out. The Warriors have best just been disappointing. The defense, substandard. It's taken Klay Thompson some time to, to wake up. It looks like more recently he's okay. You know, Draymond Green is getting fans thrown out of games. He's saying people are threatening his life, and, and his game at 8, 6, and 7 is it's just like, hey, that's, that's not what he used to do. Jordan Poole is putting up an inefficient 18 points a game. Wiseman had to go down to the G League. Kuminga is going to get a, a chance and an opportunity to at least contribute right now. This is tough. How about a role player knows it's tough? Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah, he's, he's on the Warriors now, if you didn't know that. He talked about what the Warriors have to do to, in order to basically go out there and win some damn games. You know, when things aren't going our way, um, when calls aren't going our way, um, there's a standard playing for Golden State Warriors. And I think the biggest message is we got to play like freaking Warriors. I think that's the biggest thing is like we have to have that energy. And when we came out the second half, I think we really started that second half playing like the brand of basketball that we should be playing. Um, the energy was good and the spirit was good. I talk about it all the time. I think that's the biggest thing for us. We got to play like friggin' Warriors. Maybe they can use that for a rally and cry the rest of the season. We got to play like freaking Warriors. Playing like trash. They've been playing like this all year long. I don't know. Is this supposed to be a, a championship swing? They're one of the worst defensive teams in the league. They're giving up like 117 points per game. Meanwhile, they score just about the same. One of the best offensive teams in the league. It's a, the shock and the surprise of nobody the Golden State Warriors are, are flat. They're mediocre. They're even. They're 14 and 15. And so here they are right now in the midst of a, of a six-game East Coast road trip. They got the Sixers, and then they got both of the, the New York teams, and then they go up to Toronto. Golden State is not home until Christmas against Memphis. And at that point, I mean, well, damn. People going to be interested with no Steph Curry? Not me.
I'll have the game on in the background, but I'll probably be doing something else. Steph Curry is the Golden State Warriors. Klay Thompson, I know he's a boat guy. He's a nice, he's a nice co-captain way in the back. Draymond Green is the big mouth at the bar serving up drinks, getting everybody hype. They don't go anywhere without Steph Curry. We all know that. They're not going anywhere this year or so far with Steph Curry. And unless they end up trading Kuminga or Wiseman, who obviously haven't contributed the way the Warriors thought they would, they're going nowhere. I'm sorry. I don't think there's a magic switch for the Warriors to turn things on. Maybe this is a matter of complacency. Maybe Jordan Poole got his contract and Draymond Green punched him in the mouth and Draymond isn't the same player as he gets older and Klay Thompson is coming back from injury and Steph Curry's still amazing and nobody else has been around to to take another step. If anything, the Warriors are in the same place or they might be taking a step backwards. It's obvious. Maybe Kaminga wakes up. Maybe he gets a chance and an opportunity while Steph Curry is out for the next month. Maybe Wiseman back up in the big leagues. Maybe Wiseman away from the G League. Maybe he'll he'll contribute a little bit of something. He had to have been more than just trash on the court. He had to have some type of behavioral issue or commitment issue for him to be sent down like that. So it's a shame. Steph Curry is out being reported for the next month with the Golden State Warriors after that shoulder injury last night. And it, it stinks. Steve Kerr also said that before Steph Curry went down with that injury, and we know this already, Steph Curry's a dude. He carries a whole squad. He just, you know, basically put us on his shoulders, you know, for the minutes he was out there. He was generating so much offense. He was getting to the line. He was... Um, you know, getting the ball to other people. Um, he was absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's been brilliant for years. He's the, he's the engine for the squad. And there's no reason to sit down and watch a Golden State Warriors game until Steph Curry comes back unless you want to see whether or not anybody else is going to step up. This quote-unquote might be a blessing in disguise. I can tell you this much, though. It's not going to make it any easier for them to get into the playoffs. It's not going to make it any easier for them to avoid one of these playing games. But if you want to find the bright side, maybe one of these young players can up his trade value. Maybe one of these young players can actually find themselves in a position to contribute because they took advantage of the minutes that have been opened up with Steph Curry's injury. It always stinks when a superstar goes down. And I don't think there's a a bigger star, a bigger attraction in the league. You got your freaks. You have LeBrons. You have now your Tatums of the world. Steph Curry is box office regardless of what city he goes in, where he goes, where he plays. Nobody will see him for a month. I hope it's sooner than that for the Golden State Warriors right now, occupying the 10th seed in the West. They may fall a little bit further than that. And that's a damn shame. It'd have been nice to see Steph Curry and the squad out there playing better and just trying to repeat.
It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We are just getting started. 855-212-4CBS. We'll continue to keep you updated on Thursday Night Football, of which San Francisco leads in the third 21-6. We're going to talk about some interesting news surrounding the NFL Combine. We're going to talk about Matthew Judon. He just played on Monday night, and then he got drug tested. We're going to talk about Carmelo. Bobby Petrino has a job again. And you know what? Speaking of injuries, I'm going to give you an update on another player in the NFL when we come back. We're just getting started here on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Here, here's an update. San Francisco 49ers are still smacking up the Seahawks 21-6 as they approach the fourth quarter. Just complete domination. Unfortunately, uh, the other team that plays in San Francisco, the Golden State Warriors, right before we went to break, I told you that it's been reported Steph Curry will miss the next month with a shoulder injury uh, for the Golden State Warriors. He's not going to need surgery. The way this man rehabs, I'm sure that he might be back sooner. You never know. The Golden State Warriors have a record of 14 and 15, and it just it hasn't been looking good for them at all at any point throughout the course of the season. And so all the best to Steph Curry in his return. Hopefully it is sooner rather than later. Back on the NFL side, we got another update to another electrifying player in the world of sports. This man happens to play for the Baltimore Ravens, and his name is Lamar Jackson. And guess what, folks? He's still on a a week-to-week type basis. He will not play their next game against the Cleveland Browns. And there was a lot of questions as to whether or not even Tyler Huntley would go out there and play. Tyler Huntley, his backup, was in concussion protocol this week. And so the Baltimore Ravens were in a space where they got Anthony Brown, and then they'd have to maybe grab somebody up from the practice squad after that. Coach John Harbaugh, he was asked earlier this week about Lamar Jackson, whether or not he would play. And uh, I think we already know the answers to that. Listen. You mentioned Lamar also. Uh, is he a, a consideration for, for this? Is there a chance that he could play? I just don't know. You know, I don't know. I, that's, it just, you make a, some kind of a, of a statement, and it turns out to be you just don't have enough information to make it yet. This, that's how these injuries work. Yeah, I mean, we, we didn't even know about Tyler Huntley. He got elbowed in the head by Minka Fitzpatrick uh, against the Steelers, and Tyler Huntley says, hey, they had me in a protocol. I didn't have a concussion, and now he's out of the protocol, and so now he's cleared to start against Cleveland. Now, despite how boring the Ravens have become to me personally, I I told you this last week, I'm pretty much through with the Ravens. I I don't care. They've won six out of their last seven games. 
Tyler Huntley's been able to help hold it down over the last two uh, against Denver. That's the game that Lamar got hurt. He held it down, and so he got sent to concussion protocol in that game against Pittsburgh. And it, it's all cool. But the Ravens are just they're, they're flat to me. And that's a difficult thing to say for a team that has won six out of seven. And if they should go out there and beat Cleveland, they have an excellent chance to hold off the Bengals and, and, and really win the AFC North. And they do it with the same things they've been doing. And they got Roquan in now. You don't want to go up the middle and meet that man. And then their rushing attack is still absolutely ridiculous. But the Baltimore Ravens are the ultimate. How damn far are y'all actually going to go before you're really worth investing time into? We saw Lamar Jackson go down last year. They didn't even make the playoffs, which makes sense. Lamar is week to week. You have to feel that he's going to come back before the season is up. Then he has to get back into a rhythm. And then we're getting the same old story about who's going to catch the ball in crunch time besides Mark Andrews. How is Lamar Jackson going to hold up in the postseason? What is he going to look like after this knee injury? And then his backup out here, Tyler Huntley, at least the Ravens, their backup situation makes sense in comparison to what you get with the Arizona Cardinals. It's like, hey, let's go from a mobile quarterback and Kyler Murray, and then whenever he goes down, let's just put in someone who can't move and Colt McCoy. The additional problem with Huntley for the Ravens is this man goes out there and takes a beating. He doesn't necessarily know what a slide is. He doesn't know how to get the hell up on out the way. He is getting destroyed. And so there's no need to rush Lamar Jackson back, not by any stretch of the imagination. If he's out for an even longer time, the Ravens are done. I'm already concerned that they're they not done, but are they keeping up with any of these squads with a prolific rushing attack? If the Baltimore Ravens don't put their foot in your ass or put a foot in the other team's ass trying to come back and play from behind is is tricky we might see the same type of crap we got earlier this year choking away games that were were available there secondary giving up big plays i'm supposed to feel different if the ravens take on the the chiefs and patrick mahomes I know the Buffalo Bills got their own problems. Their own quarterback has been dealing with injuries. Am I supposed to feel different if the Buffalo Bills take on the Ravens? For the Ravens, I just I just want to get the season over with. I hope they end up doing well. I want to see Lamar Jackson get paid. I want to see the Ravens have to pay this man. But it ain't looking too good right now. It looks like the same old story. Baltimore Ravens end up with a positive record. Baltimore Ravens go to the postseason. Baltimore Ravens walk out with another disappointing year. And so at least they don't have to make one of these ridiculous quarterback decisions right now. Tyler Huntley is out of concussion protocol, says he never had a concussion. Lamar Jackson is out still on a week-to-week basis, and the Ravens have an opportunity to put even more of a stranglehold on the AFC North when they take on that guy who likes massages in the Cleveland Browns. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. By the way, 
The Bengals, if you want to know who they play on Sunday, they go down to Tampa. They play Tampa Bay and that miserable-ass team led by Tom Brady. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. Steph Curry is out. Lamar Jackson is out. Tyler Huntley is in. And in the world of of college football, there's, there's somebody making a return. Somebody, he's in. I'm going to tell you who it is and where he's going. You might want to hear this. I hope he's uh, not hanging out with someone who's not his wife tonight. I'll explain. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First of all, this uh, show should be on primetime radio so more uh, people can, you know, catch a, catch a whiff of this dialogue, and I appreciate that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. This is primetime. It's stations all over the country when. Thursday night football is over. People are going to be tuned in and locked in here. This is big time primetime. 49ers, man. Oh, 21 to 6. You just heard Marco Belletti. A little less than 11 minutes left in this game. And it's just, you just wait to see if the Seahawks can put a score up on the board and not no damn uh, field goal. They got to score a touchdown. Maybe they go for two, hope for another turnover. You never know with these NFL games. You absolutely never know. This game is crap so far, though. You can thank the 49ers and their dominance for that. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We opened up the show, unfortunately, talking about Steph Curry being out for the next month. I told you that Lamar Jackson is still out. And in a few minutes, I'm going to tell you about one of his former coaches who's he got a new job. I'll tell you in a second. Rich is calling from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Good evening, JR. How are you, man? I'm good, man. What's on your mind? I've got a couple of things for you that uh, I've been on all season long, and it's, I think it's kind of been ignored with the fixation that people have on the franchise quarterback. And that is, and I went back and looked at this just to see the most recent ranking on this. I'm kind of a data guy, you know me. The data well, doesn't lie. Well, 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 before you give me the data, yeah. give me give me the point, and then right. back it up. Go 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 the other way. Don't leave me in suspense. Okay. Tell me your ultimate conclusion first. All right, I've I've contended that the key to success in a winning record is the quality of the receiving core. Not as much when you take a look at this whole year has been the year of the backup. And it's because the teams with the superior receivers are the teams that are perennial winners, and it's held up for the entire year. Now I'll give you the the, the data, and I'll be brief, and I'll throw it back to you. Now my version, my ver- be my version of brief, like 15, 20 seconds without a preamble. Quick. I, I know you think I'm. I'm uh, you already worry. you've wasted five seconds. All right, here we go. Top five, ranked by the the NFL total receiving core 
including tight ends. I'm going to read them. Bengals, 49ers, uh, Dolphins. can't read my own writing. Uh, Dolphins. No, terrible. Eagles, Eagles, Raiders. The worst five. All right, the bottom feeders, the bottom five. Texans, Bears, Jags, Packers, Titans. Okay, I mean, a, I, I find I find some flaws in a couple of the teams that you just mentioned when it comes down to passing, okay? The Miami Dolphins have a, a major problem right now in Tua, who also believes he's not going to have any issues playing in the snow. Uh, you, you talk about the Raiders, they are uh, just a massive disaster. And, yeah, I, I think we can look at any position group, and thank you, Rich, for calling from Chicago. Hey, Shep, he did a decent job being succinct, right? Did he? Yeah, aside was, from being scripted, he was pretty good. School. Ouch. Oh, I love Rich. I mean, but don't don't say, hey, I, I can't read my own handwriting. Rich, don't give don't give it away. Wow. Ouch. Want to be that guy in Big Fan? It's tough. That's yeah. tough. We love Rich on the show. Who's we? Yeah, J- Jr. and myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Shep said. I I don't. I can't go with that. Like whatever he just said was was very basic. He might as well have told me in order to, you know, have a, a decent meal that you should probably season your food. Like, yeah, yeah, wide receivers are important. I would still say the quarterback is, is more important. And to tell me about the, the Raiders, the minute he said the Raiders, I'm like, well, so what? How about the coach is crap? How about the quarterback is average? How about the receiving core, unfortunately, has been been busted up to, to many degrees for the Raiders? We can look at skill position, guys. Of course, good teams will have great skill position players. Every team is different. I don't, I don't think there's a, a one-size-fits-all. You got to be able to score the ball. You have to have someone to deliver the football to the wide receivers. And I'm, I'm shocked that the name Patrick Mahomes was, was not uttered. I would think what he's been able to do this season would dispel any thought or any idea of, well, what's Patrick Mahomes going to do now that Hill is playing down in Miami? Well, he's, he's having an amazing season. He just broke the record for Mark Clayton when it comes down to most receiving yards. And Patrick Mahomes, what is he doing? Spreading the ball out. Kelsey still looks like one of the best, and he doesn't look like. Kelsey is still one of the best tight ends in the game. But Patrick Mahomes is getting the rock to Juju Smith-Schuster. He's, he's passing the ball to everybody. He still leads the NFL in touchdowns and yards. 40, well, 4,100 yards passing, number one. 33 touchdowns, number one. There's a reason that Patrick Mahomes is once again in the MVP conversation. I personally believe that Jalen Hurts will walk away with the award pending the rest of the season, what it looks like. But it's rare, man. I, I've never seen I've never seen a wide receiver, you know, lead anybody to a championship. We've seen some excellent wide receivers. I haven't seen any wide receiver be invested in long term that can just up your opportunity and chance to win a title. Not Megatron, not Jerry Rice. It's all about the QBs. And if you want to start pinpointing teams that have had 
exemplary defenses. Oh, absolutely amazing defenses that that led them to a championship. Where has that been sustainable? Not in Baltimore, was it? Uh-uh, no. Not in not in Tampa Bay. What, Brad? No, no, not Brad Johnson. No. You can look through the history of the NFL, and especially more recent history as just the passing game has picked up. If you don't have someone who can throw the ball, you are screwed. There were some years where Tom Brady was throwing to Randy Moss, and there were other years where Tom Brady was out there throwing the ball to me. You wouldn't know any different. He wasn't throwing the ball to me, obviously, but you get my drift. Tom Brady's still playing. He's okay. He has amazing wide receivers. Mike Evans is dropping everything. Godwin is crap now from his ACL. What are we talking about? Wide receivers are changing things up, maybe in another world. There's a reason why the quarterbacks get paid the big money. Even a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers making $50 million a year just to be a whiner and a complainer. The quarterbacks are the driving force, man. Telling me about wide receivers. Hey, Shep, I guess, did, did Rich play wide receiver when he was a kid? Had to, right? He was, probably doing, that he was probably doing some calculations or formula about, like, the uh, annexation of Puerto Rico or something like that. He's probably the guy who wrote the Little Giants, man. He's Rich just does everything. He really does. I, I mean, you know, Ty, I'm, I'm sure you saw the um, the interview, JR, but Tyree Kill thought he was going to change the uh, trajectory of the narrative in terms of what the wide receiver can mean to the NFL. Um but you, you said it, man. Like, it, it comes down to, like, do you have a quarterback that can throw the football, that can beat you in multiple ways? And, and that really is what the game has evolved into. There's no, there's no denying that. Yeah. Look, look, the New York Jets have Garrett Wilson at quarterback. They seemingly can't keep Corey Davis in a game where he can't stay healthy. The New York Jets drafted a quarterback number two last year. What's, his, what's that guy's name again? Oh, Zach. Oh, he's going to be able to put on his, <laughs> his pads. Mike White, you mean? You know, well, Zach Wilson's going to be able to put on his pads in the next game. Right. And the fact is, the New York Jets selected a quarterback number two overall. The man was not ready to play. While the New York Jets' defense is not ready to play, they are playing. And the Jets said, well, we got to sit him down because we can't win with him. The team wouldn't respect the coach if they decided to continue trotting him out there. And that tells you about how important – the quarterback position is. You just you can't say, oh, well, you gotta have skill guys out there. You gotta have somebody who can deliver the football. Zach Wilson was overthrowing guys. Marcus Mariota in Georgia for, for the, the Falcons, he was throwing a ball over guys' heads. They had to put the rookie, or they will put Desmond Ritter in there. Yeah, everybody loves a good skill position guy. Don't get started on that nonsense about it. it's the the wide receivers, yeah, the teams that are good ones have, you know, great wide outs. Yeah, sure they do, of course. They need a little bit of help for the most part. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I told you that Lamar Jackson is out. Steph Curry is out. This man is getting another job. He's not a head coaching position. And I guess he's actually related to uh, Lamar Jackson in, in regards to football. It's Bobby Petrino. Lamar Jackson's former coach at, at Louisville, Bobby Petrino 
he just got a new job as the offensive coordinator for UNLV. He's going to work under Barry Odom. This man is stepping away from the SCS, FCS. He's moving away from the minor leagues. He's moving up to the big time, except for he's going to be an offensive coordinator. And this is actually shocking, a little surprising to me. Bobby Petrino is only, only 61 years old. Hey, Shep, what did you think he would have been older? Man, 61 in college football is not a good age these days. In regards to, well, well, yeah, we know that. Right. But in, the, in, in a general sense, Bobby, I felt like Bobby Petrino would be older than 61. That's a decade younger than Saban. Yeah, it's a decade older than Saban. I don't know if this is a play here for Bobby Petrino to, to hopefully be the offensive coordinator for UNLV, help them turn things around, and then Bobby Petrino ends up with another head coaching job. The last time that he was up in the big leagues was when he coached Louisville. And I would hope, certainly hope, that Bobby Petrino, at his age now of 61 years old, has learned from uh, some of his earlier misgivings when he was with the Falcons, basically quitting on them. You want to talk about the importance of a quarterback. Here's another prime example. Bobby Petrino got the job with the Falcons. He thought he was going to have Mike Vick. He didn't have Mike Vick because we know Mike Vick got locked up. Bobby Petrino quit on the team before the season even ended. He didn't have a quarterback, and so he quit. He had Joey Harrington out there as his QB. His own players hated his damn guts because they knew he didn't want to be there. And then he lied, and then he quit. He abandoned them. And he went to, he went to Arkansas, and then he went out there, and now he's having an affair on a motorcycle. Well, not the affair, on the motorcycle. He's having an affair, gets into a motorcycle crash. He's sleeping with an employee. I guess it sounds like Ime Udoka read his handbook. And now Bobby Petrino, he, they're just ridiculous. Just stay away from people who are not your wife. Don't be a quitter. And I guess now at 61 years old, he's mature enough just to show up to work and help write out an offensive game plan. So congratulations to Bobby Petrino for moving on up from Missouri State as their head coach in the FCS and moving back on up. He's going to be the offensive coordinator for UNLV. Let's just hope that he doesn't uh, venture too far out in Vegas and start getting into the nightlife. He has a, a pension or has had a pension for getting in a little bit of trouble. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. So let me, let me summarize this. Steph Curry is out. Lamar Jackson is out. Bobby Petrino is in. And there's a future Hall of Famer in the world of basketball. He's trying to get back into the game as well. I'll tell you who it is. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 